Good morning for New England Public Radio News. I'm Henry Yap. Private driving schools pay the Massachusetts Registry of Motor Vehicles thousands of dollars each year for their students to essentially jump the long line for road tests. That's according to a report out this week by the New England Center for Investigative Reporting. Beth Daly is the author of the report, and she joins me now. Beth, first, how did you find out about this practice? Well, I found out about it because two very irate citizens (laughs) called us. Two people who showed up who had gotten a 9 a.m. road test appointment on a Wednesday in Watertown, Massachusetts, through the conventional system. They sat online for hours trying to get one. And they showed up, and lo and behold, they watched a procession of other people got their road test, um, dozens of people ahead of them, and they're like, what's going on? And when they complained, they were told they weren't on the list. And when they complained some more, they were tested and both promptly failed. They were so upset with that, they had contacted us. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about this practice. You say the number of private driving school students and the amount paid by those schools to the RMV has more than doubled in the past four years. What exactly is the practice and why has it grown so much? I think it was instituted as something that was designed to help the general public. So years ago, we're not quite sure when, probably in the early 90s, the Registry of Motor Vehicles said, look, we're seeing an increase of people who need road tests. But it takes a long time for people to take road tests because they have to show up with a car. They have to have all their brake lights working. They have to have like a certain type of emergency brake in the middle of the car, which some people find ridiculous. But if you went to a driving school, a driving school could sort of line up all those people for us, use the same card. It would be a much more efficient way to test people. And so that's what happened. And they did it on the weekends. They did it before registry hours, and the driving schools would charge $20 extra per applicant to pay for the registry examiner's overtime. And and that sort of worked um, for a while. Some would argue that's still not fair because those time slots were not available to the general public. You always had to pay the private driving school more money. But then starting about two or three years ago, the registry started doing something even more peculiar. They started giving time slots during regular registry hours that were designed for um, the general public. And so all of a sudden, the general public couldn't get into registry hours. So people began waiting months and months and months for for road test appointments. And the implication, uh, which you mentioned in the article, is is that this is a a pay-to-play scheme, right? Yeah, it is. It's a form form of it, right? Because There's no way for someone who can't afford it or who won't afford to pay a driving school to get in in any timely manner for any reasonable cost to take a road test. The way you can get a road test much more quickly is you pay a driving school a hundred extra bucks. They'll set you up with a Saturday appointment or you know or before hours appointment, and lo and behold, you can have your driver's license within two weeks. If you choose not to do that, you have to sit on this online arcane system, basically playing whack-a-mole. You know, it's sort of like, oh, look, there's one spot opening up in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, but I live in you know Salisbury, but I'm going to grab it because there's no other slots, and and it and it's 45 days out. Um, you know, and so that's really what the general public's forced to do because they're being squeezed out by the driving school times. What's been the response from driving schools uh, or the RMV to this report? Well, the RMV has had uh, deafening silence um, thus far. We heard from a lot of state legislators and a lot of people who find it distasteful that you can pay to get to the head of the line for something. They don't think that's the way Massachusetts democracy should work. In fact, the law says it shouldn't work that way. You're not supposed to discriminate against people based on their background, and socioeconomic background is a background. And even more so, the ethicists we talk to and the general public, there's like another layer to this is that it's not like you're paying the registry more money to jump the line. It's that you're paying a private entity 
who then is specialized access to the registry. So it's even more perverse in some ways because they're kind of the, the gatekeeper is not the state. The gatekeeper is a private company who will charge you whatever they want to give you access to something you want that mm. should be equal to everyone. You mentioned that you've heard some responses from state legislators. Is there anyone that wants to take this up? Are there efforts underway to reform the system at all? I've mostly heard from state legislators who want to learn more um, about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've not heard any efforts to change it through a bill or anything yet. However, the registry, to their credit, is doing a top-to-bottom customer review. And they were pretty clear if they found something that seemed that it was treating people unequally, they would change it. We'll have to just sort of wait and see if that happens. I'm going to continue writing about it. I've gotten a lot more tips about registry issues going on, so I'm going to be pursuing those and keep an eye on this out in the future. Okay, well, Beth Daly is a reporter with the New England Center for Investigative Reporting. Beth, thanks for talking to me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm Henry Epp. This is Morning Edition.